Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you're all having a blessed week, enjoying it, and uh, (laughs) having the craziness continue as we continue to clean up this mess with God's help. Now, here we go, and I'm going to start off with, uh, there's a lot of different things I can start off with, but we're going to go with Kevin McCarthy first. He decided to put a tweet out just a little while ago today and uh, he's saying that he's keeping our commitments um, and he's doing a victory lap one year or eight months into his uh, his tenure and uh, here is his commitments now let's actually if I go to the tweet and then there's a link here too but he has said 23 commitments House Republicans have kept in 2021 and I bet you this is coming out because there's been a lot of talk about what commitments he has not done. 87,000 um, IRS agents reducing the budget, um, having a you know a debt ceiling reduction instead of unlimited one until 2025, I think it is. And then um, the big one is releasing all of the January 6th footage. Now, I think those are the three biggest things that he was kind of saying that would get done, and they were not done. So in those three biggest failures, I would consider it a failing grade, no matter how many of these little ones he's going to try to put through to add up to the three big promises. You know, if you don't deliver on these little promises, that's a, that's a big deal. But if you don't deliver on the huge problems, that's an enormous deal. And those will be shut the lot of. So I think that this is his way of saying, see, I'm doing something. Um, it, it's a way of, it's a way, to me, it shows that you have no abilities to actually go through and stand on the ground by yourself. You need to tell people that you are actually doing something. And when you tell people that you're actually doing something, it just shouts out that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, you notice here he said, reopen the people's house. Um, wait a second. Why is there January Sixers then still getting record or, or charged with stuff in the people's house? Why didn't you start impeaching these judges going after these corrupt DOJ officials and removing them they have the power to do that there's to at least start it and to go through do the investigation record you know get charges all this stuff but I guess uh yeah I I guess that they didn't uh he he didn't you know get that side of it ended proxy voting okay eliminated the military vaccine mandates yeah, more and more stuff is coming out of that. Restored regular or order by requiring 72 hours to read a bill. Um, that's, you, you, you congratulation that you should be reading a bill before you pass it. I mean, granted, this only gives you 72 hours to read a bill. Still with uh, 2,500 pages, depending on how fast you read, 5,000 pages of some of these bills, 72 hours is probably not long enough to digest and really understand what is going on. And, you know, in that time, you should be discussing of what this actually means in a bill when they're that big, or even if they're small, and all bills should be small. Uh, Maybe we can go through that a different time. Voted to repeal Biden's army of IRS agents. Yeah, you did vote. Okay, fine. Congratulations. You You want a cake for that? Like, Come on, McCarthy. You had the option with the budget to force it down their throats to repeal these IRS agents. 
you had so much leverage in that negotiating standpoint and you couldn't pull your head out of an area (laughs) gotta keep this family friendly um to be able to negotiate that come on like i'm sure if there's any kids that their parents are having listening could have did a better job of negotiating that than what you did establish a bipartisan china select committee Where's the January 6th for you? Where's the repeal of the IRS agents? You said you voted on it. Where's the repeal of it? Where's the cutting? Where's the balanced budget? You restore integrity of the to the intelligence committee. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know. It says that. I, I, I will post the link in the description below. It says that on there. Restore integrity to the intelligence committee. I Yeah, I swear it does. Um, I, I don't think that the intelligence committee has any intelligence on it. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh my gosh. McCarthy, you serious? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get, get to the next one. Okay. Terminated the national COVID emergency. Um, <laughs> I thought Jill just got it here yesterday or the day before. <laughs> oh, I'm still laughing at that. <laughs> Restoring integrity. That's hilarious. Voted to stop selling our emergency oil reserves to China. Voted. Voted. You know, people are like, here's the 23 ways or House Republicans have kept our commitment. Keeping a commitment is not voting. Just doing. uh, We're going to have a symbolic action, not the action. You You had so much leverage with that budget. And then you decided to give it all away or with the debt ceiling and you decided to give it all away and more took action to block Biden's W.O.T.U.S. rule. Yeah, took action. Great. Um, created a select community to stop the weaponization of government. How is that going? You know, really, how you, you created you created a select committee, created a committee. Great. Great. What? are these guys does McCarthy have somebody that's stupid writing this for him or is McCarthy himself stupid okay we all know the answer to that (laughs) Uh, we can see the weaponization of government is increasing day by day you see it against Trump you see it through the DOJ you see it against the January 6th people that are arrested even one that wasn't even there they got arrested and or that got charged for 22 years in prison now and you're saying you have a committee to look at this. Great. How about you actually do something on actually stopping it instead of just having the committee look at, yeah, the government is weaponized. Everyone knows that the government's weaponized. What are you doing to stop it is the key. I, You know, McCarthy's got to be really, I mean, they're so stupid that they think that what they're doing is actually helping because they put out the 23 ways here. And granted, we're only through, you know, 12. But these 23 ways are just showing that he thinks that he's actually doing something good. In fact, and his stupidity thinks that it's actually a good thing when he doesn't realize that he is the part of the biggest problem of the reason why he's helping weaponize the government. Nullify D.C. soft on crime law. Okay, good. Where's that uh, nullification of those 87 IRS agents? Where's the January 6th footage? Oh, I, I mentioned that already? Oh. 
You know, somebody's got to be in his ear. Oh, I thought Marjorie Terry Green was going to say, we're going to get that out as soon as possible. Oh, yeah, where's, her, where's she now on that? Oh, we can't do it because of facial recognition. Oh, we we can't we can't go through and have people actually recognizing the feds that were in there instigating all this. No, that that would not be good. We can't have those feds identified. Voted to unleash America's energy independence and lower the energy cost act. HR one. Grant okay. Where is that going now? You don't have a majority, so you voted on it. You haven't you and while I appreciate what you voted on, you are not Flood, why don't you vote on it again? Throw it back at her. Because if they get vetoed, just do it again. Do it again. Do it again. If they don't make it through the Senate, keep doing it. But no, we're just going to sit on it. We did it once. I I do appreciate to see where people stand on their voted to. And all these voted, I do appreciate it. But at the same time, you in this instance, you are telling me that you are committed to America. And in a voting sense, that is not a commitment to America because it isn't the execution of it. If you would have said ways we are trying to, to keep our promises, trying, but you messed up that crucial word and instead you put have kept. Having kept is the execution of something. Trying is the process of executing something. Okay, now where am I? Passed the strongest border security bill in generations and securing the border, H.R. 2. Um, I have a question. Why didn't you do that and build a wall when Trump was in there in office? Why didn't you get that passed? You had an opportunity to do that. Great question. Voted to give every parent the right to have a say in their child's education. Parent Bill of Rights. I mean, good. Uh, and again, this is voted for, which I appreciate. Now you have to get the executing. Because remember, this is your list out of your words, Kevin McCarthy, which is have kept, not trying to keep. <sighs> Secured the largest deficit reduction in history. Uh, <sighs> deficit reduction. The last time I checked, the debt is going through the root roof. <laughs> root. Um, and you didn't basically secure, you allowed them to keep a lot of stuff and just taking things that weren't prior spent out. Now we're going into a recession. So that run rate on your debt ceiling, which you do not have intact can go through the roof in doing so. So you're saying that you secured something by allowing the other side to have a lot of leeway of how they you know, go about forth doing it in the long run, which is not really securing something. It's letting something open-ended. You basically, you know, took and said, I got this safe. It's secure. We're all around it. And they decided to ransack the whole entire building. And now the building's empty, but you got that safe. Um, actually, let's put it a different way. Instead of safe, let's use a computer keyboard. And then the people ran through and got everything else out of the house. But you still have that keyboard because that was secure. Um, reformed and permitted regulators for the first time um, in 40 years. Well, that's nice. And enacted a welfare work requirement to lift people out of poverty. Well, or to, let's say, not put a, you know, extra burden on taxpaying citizens. Clawed back billions of taxpayer dollars from unspent COVID funds. 
while you may have got back that unspent COVID funds, there's probably a lot more that's still out there. And remember, government spending is all taxpayer dollars. So you still, um, do we still have a debt? Did you reduce the debt? Did you put a hard ceiling on yet and try to reduce the budget? Oh, did you get rid of those IRS agents? Voted to give troops their biggest pay raise in decades? Our veterans do, uh, uh, they do. Sh they should be taken care of, and we've been neglecting them for a very long time. In fact, forcing them to get shots when they shouldn't need it, and they're not listening to the data out of those areas, and out of the medical profession, and trying to hush it. We have a very corrupt system here, and you're not helping it, McCarthy. Fully funded veterans' health care benefits, and then the last one is reasserted Congress oversight to hold the Biden administration accountable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I read that right? <laughs> Reasserted Congressional's oversight to hold the Biden administration accountable. Oh, and then he ends in this. One thing's clear. Your House Republican majority will never give up. What? You're, you're having oversight of the Biden administration with how the DOJ is running? Remember, the DOJ is underneath... The executive branch. Now, one person came on on Twitter I was following, and a lot of people have this sentiment that the DOJ is independent of the executive branch. It's not. Um, and they were upset when Jack Smith, you know, going after Trump, was, uh, was, you know, meeting with the Biden administration first. Well, that's underneath the executive branch. Expect that. Now, in saying so, this is what happens when you have a illegitimate uh, resident there in the White House, uh, the head of an executive branch. When there is fraud there, do you expect to have illicit activity and illegal activities elsewhere? And that is the case with Jack Smith, the running ramp up. And, and people don't understand that it is underneath the executive branch. Those having honesty and integrity, when you remove that out of the the leadership of the residency, well, what do you expect is supposed to happen, right? You're going to have these things. And, you, you know, one other thing, McCarthy, before I end and get off of, you know, his thing was, um, you know, you said the January 6th tapes were going to be released on day one. My biggest question is, you wanted accountability, right? You said right here, congressional oversight to hold the Biden administration accountable. You know, create, you know, and <laughs> integrity to the intelligence community. Where is your impeaching anybody? Where are you removing people that have been put into office? Um, because you, you said that you have oversight. So where is that oversight it doesn't seem like you have any oversight now there's certain actions you can take to be able to do that now granted a lot of it you need senate confirmation and all other stuff but you can start stuff well you know thinking that we have to go and look into something because of that's where you're at you know on the impeachment inquiry now we're going to vote to see if we should look into if the biden's are producing some impeachable offenses it's just like, how many qualifiers do you need to try to um, get out of being of trying to impeach somebody? You know, this to me sounds like, 
you know, here I am. I'm trying to be a good speaker. I know I'm a limp-wristed weakling, and I can't stand up to anybody. And the Democrats have my number, and I'm just a weak person overall. Yeah, I think you are, McCarthy. There's no changing that. And this is these 23 things make me look good. Please like me. Please don't say bad, mean things about me. I mean, that's what I get from McCarthy. He's. I kind of predicted that uh, I didn't have much faith in him. And um, I, I guess I was right, unfortunately. Wish I was wrong. Um, you know, Trump did back him. I disagree with that. You guys can say, you know, with all the support I've had for Trump in different episodes, you can hear where I've stood against him, especially with McCarthy. Now, maybe Trump's just trying to get him out of the way because there's no way um, somebody this inept should ever be Speaker of the House ever again. Um, but, you know, neither should the leader uh, or the minority leader of the Senate, Mitch McConnell, be in any sort of capacity to be, you know, a leader of their group either. But, you know, you have an aptitude on both sides. And when... And I will say this about the GOP, when you have the ability not to make these inept people vacate their positions, does that show that you are also inept as a populace as well as a group? Right. Um, It just shows weak stuff. Right. Um, You want to put your best foot forward. And if you're not going to have your best person in um, charge of each group fine but then that shows a level of weakness that then the democrats can sense and take advantage of let alone other countries could also do and that that's sort of a sad thing but now i've rambled on this long enough <laughs> i have to say quite a funny and there's some sparse but i there's a couple things i really want to get to um which is one is this liberty safe incident that here came out today the Liberty Safe was uh, contacted by the FBI requesting access code to the safe of an individual who had a warrant to search their property. The company's program is to provide access codes to law enforcement. If a warrant grants them access to a property after receiving the request, we receive the proof of the valid warrant, and only then do we provide them with an access code. Liberty Safe has no knowledge of any of the details surrounding the investigation at this time. Liberty Safe is a devoted and protecting the personal property and the Second Amendment rights of our customers. Having repeatedly denied requests for access codes without a warrant in the past, we um, do not give our combinations without proper legal documentation being provided by the authorities. We regularly update our policies to ensure both compliance with federal and state laws and a reasonable consumer privacy protection within the law. First and foremost, Liberty Safe is committed to preserving customers' rights and will remain unwavering those values. So, that is Liberty Safe's response to us finding out that they had given their um, code to access somebody's safe. Now, you're probably thinking, well, it's a safe. Shouldn't it be kind of secure? Shouldn't people not be having that? Well, you would be right. Now, if you look at two, I agree with you there. I think we're having a Bud Light moment in the safe industry. Now, if you were to look at Liberty Safe's, um, let's say you have an issue and you need access to your safe. So if you need immediate access to your safe, you need to hire a certified locksmith. However, you must contact Liberty Safe first and have your locksmith contact us too. Failure to do so will void your safe and lock warranties. So it's interesting that um, that you have to go through a more of a rigmarole to get this than what even a 
hate call them law officials because at this point they're you know Gestapo's. Uh, but in in doing so, right, there was a warrant out, whatever. I'm not going to go in. I don't know the details yet of the case. Once those come out, maybe we'll, I'll address that. Um, hopefully I'll remember. If not, write an email. Then, you know, an email always reminds me. But here's the big thing. One is with the Liberty Safe, first and foremost, having the codes to begin with. I, you know... I have safes and I have one for documents. Uh, it's not a Liberty safe and safe to say, I probably will not be buying a Liberty safe. I was looking, I was watching or looking at the quartering and uh, great uh, YouTube channel as well. And he said that there was somebody that contacted him that has a $7,000 order of safes at Liberty top of one of their top line safes. They will be canceling that order. Um, in his, I think it was in his video or on, on Twitter, one of the two that he said that, so this could have a major backlash might actually make a huge dent because you're not buying a safe every day. Um, and if you are in the market for a safe, you can just avoid Liberty safes right now. Um, even though they're number one safe, let me know, uh, what safes you want. I do want to get another safe. <laughs> um, I, you know, I have some stuff I like to keep in safes. And that's one of the reasons. But mine, uh, right now, I, I probably will not be going digital. I just do not trust a lot of these companies. And uh, I got to think of a different way to either get my own um, third party. I can't. These companies, if they have access codes to your safe, like a, max, a master access code, this is pretty devastating because it just null and voids the safe part of it right now we take this a step further right government's got involved in this well now guess what every hacker in the world knows what these safes have um, a code and you can get the code to access the safe let's say those were to get out onto the black market all of a sudden none of this equipment is safe whatsoever all these safes can and will can be opened then as soon as that gets out this is a real mess, a real security issue, in my opinion, when the one thing you want is your safe to be safe, right? Um, this is, I get the digital side of it, but, uh, you know, the owner of this should be the only one to do it. And if they can't open it, well, you have a couple options, you know, tear it all open, you know, to get the stuff out or it's, it is what it is, right? I. I understand that with my electric safe, right? If I have something, you know, luckily I can still get stuff out of it, but um, I, I need a little bit bigger document safe at some point. But this is the Bud Light of safes, I think, right now. And it's disappointing to see as somebody that says that they're up for the Second Amendment. Um, you know, these are things I, you know, if you are being contacted by a warrant, I think the warrant needs to go to the person first. You cannot, you, you should be doing the warrant to the person that you're searching and they're supposed, if there's a warrant, they have the option to open or close it. And if there's a warrant for there to open it, there it is. If, if not, you take it into custody and, uh, you know, if there's a reasonable warrant for this, I think this has to be done with the direct person of the ownership of it 
uh, not a company like this, right? If if you have a social media account that they want to search or whatever else, that should go through you, the person, and not go through a third party as in that social media company. Going around that, I believe, is an invasion of the privacy without the notification, and that should be... Um, that warrant should be notified to the user first and foremost. They should know, you know, they have their God-given rights, and I believe that their God-given rights are validated or violated. Uh, well, me uh, over when they do not go down the route of, you, you know, telling that person where it is. I, you know, you think. You think some of these um, law, I hate calling them law enforcement officials, they're not enforcing laws. They're they're trying to go after people for certain things because I guess this person, the, what I do know is that he was related to being there on January 6th or something. Fine, these, these people, these are just going after people and it's not really doing what is best you know and there needs to be a notification i think that you know if kevin mccarthy's laughability of bringing something back to the intelligence committee and having oversight if he was really wanting to do something you're you're saying we're suspending all funding f funding for the fbi you have the power of the purse you keep telling me that mccarthy but you don't do anything about it you just you know let spending to go up the wazoo um i think if you did it there and you start restricting this and say we want a you know a detailed map of or detailed list of everything you're doing right now, and we have to look through all of it before you can proceed. One, it would stop everything, right? And you say you cannot look at anything else until we've reviewed everything to make sure that you are up and we you know verify all of this. That's one option here because there needs to be uh, some. If you're saying that you are oversighting or overseeing things, then oversee them instead of just being. You know, I have 23 things that we've uh, capped. Jeez, come on. Jeez Louise, come on. So, uh, here we go. Uh, my last little thing I wanted to get to. Oh, man, there's so much stuff today. I saw this Mac McCarthy thing. I just could not stop. I'm sorry for laughing so much. I mean, <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. But one other thing. I saw this question. And I wanted to address it. I can't remember where I saw it, but it came up a lot of times, even just in conversation with friends. Can anyone win an election with the cheaters? Um, and there's many different ways to ask this question. There's, but they stole an election, right? Um, and how can you win when you know they're going to cheat? And I've been thinking about this one for what three you know two two years five years ten years uh yeah ten years twelve years uh and the thinking about it has become more and more because now this question is being asked more and more nobody paid attention to the fraud when it was small and only when certain things are being in fraud and this is you know way back when when i was just watching anomalies which would be you know, I consider fraud when you have an anomaly of something. But to me, going back in time, I'm watching this as they go through and they're testing things over time to make sure that they can validate 
their software that they're running to try to cheat or their, you know, the ballots they bring out later to try to cheat to scan. What do we need to cheat to scan, to scam, to do whatever we need to? You know, COVID was a thing with the ballots. You know, there's a difference between ballots and votes. We can get into that some other time. And with everything, there is a number that can stand out that triggers people to pay more attention. And one way I think is, is that if you were to get, let's say, 100 million votes by somebody, I think that would trigger a lot of questions on, especially if you anticipated, you know, somebody getting huge crowds and everything else. And they would have the option to win. And then all of a sudden the vote were to flip. And let's say that, you know, they had 100 million versus the other person that then had 102. People would start asking a lot of questions by, is this really happening? I think a hundred. I don't know for sure, but I think a hundred million is that number. It's it's unique how people think, um, and how they perceive things. But I think a hundred million is that number. And the other thing, I think too, is that we do have a huge power of God, and God's going to help guide us and keep things intact. He he can't do everything alone. He needs our help. And we, he works through us, so we have to remember that, and we have to go and do what he's called us to do and work through that. But I think with God giving us a good amount of guidance, there's going to be an interesting aspect to the election. In 2016, right, We there was a huge defeat of the fraud. Hillary Clinton was supposed to win through the fraud. I have no doubt in my mind from you know things that are out there and what they said, that was already in the bag you know, going and Donald Trump just threw a huge curveball into that. Then next it was Biden and they, you know, he didn't even show up to things. Trump's drawn these huge crowds and then Biden got more votes than Barack Obama did in 2012, which is shocking to say the least. And won less counties as well than Barack did. So you're looking at, well, that makes it even more and more difficult to kind of defeat this. So you take another aspect of it and you're like, well, let's say you were to get over the 100 million vote total. Let's say you were have a 25 million more votes. You know, you already have with these indictments, more people paying attention to Trump than, you know, probably even before and saying, hey, this might be the guy I'm going to vote for now because he's you know, he can, I can relate to him now, him getting his mugshot done and everything, which has been great at breaking down the narrative and getting people really woken up. I think one other aspect to this is that you have to vote in a way and in numbers that the machines won't predict if you're using machines or, you know, people or whatever, right? There's software on this, um, software on these machines that count or you know this this is why i'd like to see hand counts there still can be error hand counts but hopefully that's a lot less and you you get a human error rather than a machine error that can be programmed to and you know i've done some software development but i think 
you you have an aspect and you're kind of re- keep refining the machine each and every time so th- that machine gets refined that piece of software gets refined better but you're t- doing an algorithm to kind of you know go in a certain way if you overload an algorithm in a certain way it can not react how you anticipate and and the piece of software can just basically malfunction to the person kind of writing it but then that malfunction causes an issue where your anticipated fraud may not actually come out to be a reality of fraud and i think that this is um there's a multitude of things and i got some more ideas of what it is but i think not only do we have to get out and vote i think we have to pay attention to how fraud is and we have to still push like mike lindell and everybody else has done a lot for trying to make sure that there's a fraud you know going as well i want to say one other or you know make sure we get rid of fraud as well i want to say one other thing i was looking at um uh there was something here where enforcement win and arizona court backs right which is um the right is uh this superior court for the county of yapala agreed to write that that the state is conducting signature matching is unlawful matter the court said that the statute is clear and un and unambiguous and that the legislators intended for the recorder to attempt to match the signature on the outside of the envelope to the signature on the documents the the punitive voter used to register so um that is a big win the court so arizona is making some movement there and that is good and one other thing uh, I do encourage you to go check out Laura Loomer. She's a great investigative journalist. Um, she got some stuff with, uh, I didn't even get it today, some people, you know, quote-unquote Nazis in um, uh, Florida. I, you know, I'm just p- getting into that t- today, and I didn't have time to get all of it done before this, and plus I'm running long now. So check her out, and she's on True Social and Twitter and she had a whole bunch of information there linking some people together finding it and with the great um people out there doing some great work trying to find different people link them together there's been some great work done there we got to keep up exposing people and laura's doing a great job so i want to shout out to her and hopefully you can all check her her work out as well but i want to thank you so much for listening to the way freedom flies i really do appreciate everything that you guys done to uh, help support this podcast let me know um your thoughts or if you have any questions comments or anything else please write into the show at the way freedom flies at proton.me and until next time i'm praying for everyone out there and god bless